is Friday. Oh, January 29th. Loving it. I'll tell you what, Friday, Friday to me, because I just stretched, Friday to me is like that stretch after a good run. Five days of running hard, and then you're just like, okay, now we're in the stretch phase. We're going to chill for a while and go right I into like the weekend. I like that analogy. That's Friday. Friday is stretch it. day. Um, we're going to call it yoga day. Yoga day for yoga Friday. Day. Uh-huh. That's, that's, that goes with our grounding, connecting, bonding. It does indeed. Yeah, it fits right How in there. clever. Moo-ha-ha-ha. <laughs> like we planned it. Hey, let me ask you a question. <laughs> Hit me. Do you ever stop to think about the equity of your relationship? Uh, good question. Uh, would you care to elaborate a bit? Well, like what you contribute to your relationship and in combination with what your partners contribute to the relationship, is it equal? Is it balanced? Is it unbalanced? I would be a liar if I said I didn't think about it. And actually quite frequently, my perspective, and, and, and let me just back up the reason why, oh, this is good. This is good. Boy, this is rich. This is richer than I initially thought. I thought it was a good question, but it's a great question. I think about the equity in the relationship constantly because I want to make sure that I'm bringing at least my share to the table, if not more. Is I, there a thing of too much thinking? Oh, okay. So that's true too. But you know, I think it's all about the reason why you're thinking about it. In the current relationship that I'm in, I don't worry about the other person bringing their A game because they do. I worry about, am I bringing enough? Now, in the past, I can't say that. In the past, I worried about, boy, is this person going to pick up the slack? They don't feel, I feel like they're, they're dragging. I don't feel like they're bringing enough to the table. Those are, that's a red flag. You know, I, I'm right now, I'm a good steward of my relationship. I want to make sure that I'm bringing at least enough to make her happy and to move things in a positive direction. In the past, I felt like, oh my God, I'm dragging this anchor behind me. And it's, mm-hmm. and the, the other person's not bringing their A game. Do they even have an A game? Or worse, if they have an A game, why are they not bringing it? They, they, are they just not interested in being in the relationship? And that, of course, is one of the major reasons why a relationship fails. So this is a great question. Oh, my God. Yeah, and what's interesting, too, is I love, you know, they say 50-50 in a relationship, and I love when it goes to some days 70-30, but it has to be flipped right. on other days as well. That That's the definition of a great team. Exactly. You yeah. pick up what they can't lift yeah, anymore. Absolutely. For, you know. Yeah. To analogize that in football. So your teammate is running, running back, drops the ball. You're a blocker. The ball's on the ground. Do you just run by the ball exactly. and blame the person for dropping the ball? <laughs> Hell no. You pick it up and you run for the touchdown. That's what a relationship's all about. But, you know, a lot of people do have that blocker that just points the finger at you dropping the ball <laughs> right. and lets the other and team recover their head, it. yeah. <laughs> so this is a great segue into our gift of the day. Yeah, this is moving smoothly, Let's baby. In any relationship, whether it be romantic, work, or a team, there is one simple equation. One plus one is greater than two. If one plus one equals one, you're screwed and you better run. Yep. If one plus one equals two, you are dysfunctional. Yep. When one plus one equals more than two, you're on the right track. Yes. Bad at relationship math? We fix that. I came up with this a long time ago and I presented it. Actually, it was 
part of a presentation that I did. And the look on people's faces when I put relationships into a simple math equation was like I invented bread all over again. <laughs> People are like, well, I never thought about it that way. I'm like, how could you have not thought about it this way? Not to shame my audience, but I, because of that, that was over 150 people in that audience. I'm going to assume, and don't feel bad, I'm going to assume that like them, you're probably in that category where you didn't quantify it. You haven't quantified it quite yet. You, you definitely feel it, but you couldn't articulate it and you're not keeping score necessarily and taking inventory. I, I hope that you're taking inventory. Now that you have this equation, you can quantify it and you can actually sit down with your partner and, and don't use it as a tool or a device to say that your relationship's screwed up and point fingers. Sit down with the other person and say, okay, this is what I feel I bring to the table. This is what I feel you bring to the table. Now, I want your feedback. What do you think I bring to the table how close am I to my, in my opinion, to being correct in your eyes? And what do you think you're bringing to the table so that I can see that maybe I'm overlooking something or maybe you're overlooking something? And then kind of come together with this idea of what is our, our product hmm. in terms of what is our output? Sounds are we like one plus to, one? Are, it sounds like you're trying to build a good solid foundation. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and, and to, to have this awareness, what's the worst thing you can do, Michelle? Ignore it. Uh, yeah, or not address it at all, and then let it fester. Then, then what? What that breeds is nothing more than resentment. The next thing you know, you have a legal pad that you find on someone's desk that <laughs> <laughs> is nothing but all the terrible things that you've done as an inventory, and then the relationship implodes. So, discussion is a very good idea, especially now in this time space where we're in close proximity of one another. You've got to express your feelings. Only if you want the relationship to last. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and the other thing is the uh, the old adage: you, you don't want redundancy, right? So, so here here's another tip that I have for you: when you're looking for someone in a relationship, a lot of people love to find their mirror image, somebody that's just mm. like them, and that creates a redundancy. Stall. Yeah. Right. Now, what do you do? Well, I'm super analytical. And I'm not real good with testing boundaries. And I'm not a free spirit. I like to <laughs> file my socks in my drawer and color coordination. And I'm very just kind of linear and sterile. It, are you going to get with the same person? Are you going to get with a person that's just like that? That yeah. you guys are like measuring your hair with a ruler and you're... I mean, come on, man. Not likely. No. So what you want is the free spirit so they, they can influence you. And, and in fact, it harkens back to a relationship I had with a gal who, did I say gal? You did. Good God. With a woman that <laughs> was quite polar opposite of me. We had some common ground, of course, but she was opposite of me. She was very eccentric. And believe it or not, at mm -hmm. that time, I wasn't. <laughs> I wasn't. I was very analytical. I was very, uh, I, I, she used to make fun of my briefcase. I carried a briefcase around in college. <laughs> I was that guy, right? Just a very nerdy guy. And I was fixated on my career. I was fixated on my future. I was very conservative, very conservative. She was a massage therapist. She was into aromatherapy. She was into crafts. She subscribed to Martha Stewart Living. I mean, she was like the epitome of eccentric and fun and free-spirited. Drove a friggin' Volkswagen van. I mean, it doesn't get any more opposite of who I was. Her influence on me 
was tremendous. Excellent. And my influence on her was tremendous. She was, you know, working as a massage therapist for other people. And I'm like, oh, no, I know how to build businesses. I, I was a, a graphic designer. I created her new logo. I, I branded her. I, I gave her the confidence to feel like she could go out and do her own thing. And she became her own entity. And she became very successful. So that was my influence on her. Her influence on me, I think, was greater. You know, I had this now newfound appreciation for lavender and I, and all these things like when people get a gift from me at Christmas time, they're like, Oh, where'd you get this wrapped? I'm all, yeah, that was me. I was this, this woman taught me how to be very creative with, with wrapping, you know, these little things add up and have created who I am today. Yes. And I feel like this is such a good analogy of our kite. Right. right. It's the wind that's guiding the kite. It's it, you're able to make it fly higher. Yep. It's the weather conditions. It's all of those little things that are going to make your kite fly better. That's a brilliant, a brilliant statement, Michelle. And I can I can use that in making the leap from that relationship that I was in. When I came into that relationship, she was at 75 percent potential. When I came into that relationship, I was 75% potential. Together with my analytical skills and conservative nature of how to manage money because that was something she was terrible at and her whimsical, let's go do something free-spirited and have fun and be creative, we were now at 125% each. Mm -hmm. The influence that we had on each other doubled our capacity. You're like one of those kites that are two strings. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You're diving, you're weaving, you're bobbing. (sighs) Unbelievable. Another fantastic analogy. So if you're holding on to the one string really tight and letting go of the other, what happens? Exactly. Right. It's going to dive. So if you're holding on both equally and, and treating each other with the mutual respect and admiration and acceptance and opening the door to possibility to see another person's viewpoint, you can't lose. It's going to be so much fun, both to fly and to watch. Absolutely. And that relationship was the epitome of one plus one absolutely was way more than two. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you enter into a relationship where you're coming to, this, to the table with the same skill set, it could be a one plus one equals one. Yeah, and that kite remains on the ground. Absolutely, because right? there's <laughs> there's no wind and there's nobody to hold the second string. Right. It's, it's like, not good. It's not this. bad. It's meh. Yeah, it's meh. It's it. Well, I'm not alone. <laughs> exactly. No, you're you laugh, but that's so right because then the one plus one, if that equals less than or one plus one equals one, then someone's like driving over your kite. It's uh, right. just, it's not even out of the closet outside right. laying on the ground. It's still in the package. You know, and I think that some people are just fearful of being alone. So they're like, oh, well, this person, how many times have you seen a couple that claim, that, you know, we've been married for 60 years, but we never really liked each other. Uh-huh. That is terrifying. And you know what it speaks to? It speaks to zero growth. When I, when I met this, I almost said gal again. What the hell's my problem? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, it's old fashioned. When I met this woman, no, wait, wait, wait. When I met this goddess, there we go. When I met this goddess, I was, you know, I had a lot of room for growth and she filled that gap. And the folks that I was with after that really got the better version of me. Of you, yep. What a gift, right? Her legacy lives on in all the things that, I mean, you can look around my house. Uh, There's, you can see her influence 
from 30 years ago. God, was it 30 years ago? Crazy. Yeah. We thought January went fast. <laughs> my entire <laughs> life has gone fast. But I, I really do look back at that. And my the relationship selections that I've made are purposeful. You know, I, I, it, it should be more of initially being a contrast and a complementary relationship than redundant. So this well is said. this has been a great discussion. You can tell my my voice in my voice that I'm excited and I'm amped about this. And hopefully people are going to reevaluate their current relationships and even better. If you're not in a relationship right now, you can now sculpt your plan and maybe change your direction and maybe not look for the person that's just like you. Look for a person that will compliment you. Look for the areas of weakness and, and possible areas of growth that another person can enhance within you. Boy, I love this. Huh. I love David, this. David, I hadn't heard the bell. I must have missed it. Yeah, I think we just I ran think, right through it. I think <laughs> you just told the folks their homework assignment. And simply put, it's just figure out your own relationship equation. And let me tell you, if you don't know how to do that, you need to join us for the Yako Key program. That's right. That's coming up. Yes, it's coming up. And David's going to express just how to make that equation turn into a one plus one is greater than two. And more than and more than just your relationships. So I'm hoping that, you know, we've we've got our volunteers set for, for this round, but we are going to be opening this up. Once we tinker with it, fine-tune it, when we launch this thing, OMG, it's going to be uh, earth-shattering how awesome you will become going through this program of Yako Key. So, Michelle, tons of wisdom bombs, great homework assignment. Give us a mic drop moment to go into the weekend with. It's just simply one plus one should always be greater than two. If it's not, maybe it's time to reevaluate. I love it. Nothing it's very wrong simple. with that. Yep, perfect. Get out there and fly that double string kite. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Yako Key. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement. 